Hi everybody, happy Wicked Wednesday and welcome to Shivers. With Halloween right on our doorsteps, today we're talking about the history of Halloween, the ritualistic happenings of the past, what each piece of the holiday means, and how it ties into our traditions today. Halloween itself as a phrase, as a word, is translated to mean Saint's Evening. This is also why November 1st is All Saints Day, when November 2nd is All Souls Day. Day of the Dead we have Dia de los Muertos in Mexico on November 1st as well, and it's very well known across the world and across a lot of religions that this is the day where the veil between worlds, the supernatural and the reality, is the thinnest. All of this to say Saint's Evening is from Halloween. There are a number of traditions that were celebrated back in the day, and they all have different types of roots, whether that be religious affiliations or just true traditions. For example, the pagans would celebrate what they called actual Halloween. And this was a day where they had parties and celebrations to celebrate the end of the sun's season and the death of the sun. They would say then that the moon was the leader of winter and the sun would come back out in the springtime. For the Celtics and the Druids, this is not necessarily a religious affiliation, but this is more about tradition. Even though their traditions back then were very messed up, this is the group that we follow most closely to for our traditions and celebrations today. They celebrated what they called Samhain, spelled Samhain, but it's pronounced Samhain. This was really a day of honoring the harvest day and the end of summer. They would then believe in sacrificing people to the sun god to bring forth a productive and bountiful harvest for the next year to come. And so they would sacrifice people who were criminals. And they also had a pool of numbers. So regular people all throughout town would pull a number from a bucket. And if they had an unlucky number, then they were part of the sacrifice for that Halloween season. This was also the first group of people to wear masks to, as disguises for themselves. They believed that if you wore a mask, particularly if you wore a sheet over yourself, that you would blend in with the ghosts that were there. And then if those ghosts had a malevolent spirit, they would not come after you because they didn't know that you were not one of them. For the Scottish, they called it Halloween and they held many bonfires, particularly for witches. They believed that any child that was born on Halloween would be born with powers. And so if they got their hands on that child, they would put that child into the fire and sacrifice that child because they would believe that it would grow up to become a witch. If children got lost or went wandering in the woods on Halloween day, they believed that these children would go missing and be taken by fairies who wanted to capture and keep these children for themselves. This celebration, if that's what you want to call it, lasted from October 31st in the evening all the way until November 1st in the evening. So a true 24 hour celebration cycle. For the Puritans, this was the truly only other tradition that we know of in modern society. This was also a day where they believed that witches were around and they believed that witches would come into 
most of their full power on Halloween day and night, and they would roam the streets, and anyone who was outside would be taken and condemned by these witches. So there were lots of curfews put on towns and on families alike that did not allow them to go outside for the entire night of Halloween because they feared that witches would be outside and wanting to kill people. For some of the actual items that we use today for Halloween, jack-o'-lanterns, candy, costumes, where did they all come from? Jack-o'-lanterns were back in the day carved pieces of turnips. For those children who would go wandering in the woods, it was the tradition that if you took something that resembled a face, lit it up with a candle, and walked around with it, that these fairies and other worldly creatures would believe that there was something in front of these people, the fire would basically serve as this element of protection. Turnips were used back then, pumpkins are used now, and truly the only reason why we carve pumpkins in particular is because that's the easiest squash of the season to carve. There's no other deeper meaning than that for the pumpkins themselves. For candy, this is used as a decipher between humans and goblins. So it was said that a lot of people would believe that not only were spirits coming over on the day of Halloween, but otherworldly creatures as well, the fairies, the witches, the goblins, the creatures. And if goblins would come to a door or find somebody, they did not like anything sweet, so they would not accept candy. And so if you are actually going trick-or-treating and handing out candy and you come across a child that kind of looks like a child and kind of doesn't and you go to give that creature candy and they don't accept it then that's not a child it's a goblin candy was also used as an exchange for prayers this is still kind of seen for day of the dead in mexico today a lot of people would be asking for prayers for their family even if nothing is wrong just simple prayer just to be nice, I guess. But if you would give someone a piece of candy, then they would give your family and yourself prayers. So that's what candy is also meant for. For costumes, this is very similar to people dressing up like the ghosts back in the day, but this was a way of disguising oneself to blend in with the good and evil spirits that roam. It was said that a lot of these Creatures would come out at night, and if they knew that you were part of them, then they would leave you alone. And if they thought that you were human and just wandering around, then they would do bad things to you. So the costumes allowed for people to really blend in with those spirits and creatures alike. For trick-or-treating, this was the first era of what's called guising. It's where people would dress up and disguise themselves, but in a way that altered their character, altered their figure. It was like an alter ego in a sense. So saying even today that people on Halloween dress up like their true presence, that's what it was all about. Um, people began by dressing up as ghosts, demons, other malevolent creatures, and would perform antics in exchange for food and drink. In Scotland and Ireland, young people took part in a tradition called guising, where they would dress up in costume and accept offerings from various households. Rather than pledging to pray for the dead, they would sing a song, recite a poem, tell a joke, or perform another sort of trick before collecting their treat, which typically consisted of fruit, nuts, or coins. In the 1940s, there was a Peanuts strip comic, 
with reference to the traditional practice of playing pranks on those who do not give anything to children, calling on Halloween. And for the colors of black and orange, orange really represented the harvest and the harvest season with orange leaves and orange pumpkins, and black was the color of the death of the sun. So that's why we celebrate with the colors of black and orange. For today's celebrations, U.S. and England are the only countries in the whole world that still participate in the tradition of trick-or-treating. There's parades and parties that are most common in European countries and in Ireland as well, and it's more of a day of drinking and fun than a day of celebrations or anything like that. The religious and spiritual focus that we still see today is more so in the Middle Eastern countries where they will pray to their families, create altars, uh, Mexico for Day of the Dead does very some similar practices, but those are really the only traditions that we see today outside of decorating your house and doing a lot of what we said, handing out candy, dressing up, carving pumpkins, all of that fun stuff. So that is a little bit of the history of Halloween. Hopefully you enjoy your Halloween season, go out and participate in a lot of these traditions with the background knowledge of where they came from. Shiver's meetup page is up and running. We have lots of events even after this Halloween season is over, so go ahead and check that out. You can join virtually. You don't have to be local, and you can attend really anything and everything that we put out. Again, thank you for listening to today's Wicked Wednesday, and happy Halloween.